Hi friend, do you want to experience more energy, vitality, and flow in your life? Well, be sure to go to findyourflow.com forward slash shop and check out the supplement section. We have all of your favorites back in stock. Vegan Vitality and Vegan Powder Protein are two of the favorites that go very quickly. So if you're into protein and vitality, be sure to check those out. And now on with the show. Hello and welcome to the Find Your Flow radio show podcast. I'm your host, Winston Wittes, and I'm here today with a very special episode. Today's episode is about how to overcome obstacles. And I may have done another podcast around this, but that's okay. Why? Because chances are you might still have other obstacles to overcome seems to be just kind of one of those things in life that there are obstacles. It seems to be just a theme for some of us. So how do we do it? Is there a system, a process that we can use to make it smoother and easier for us, more enjoyable, perhaps even more flowing? Is that possible? I would say yes. I'd say that there is. And if you listen to this podcast enough, then you'll probably hear quite a bit of strategies and techniques for doing exactly that. So Let's get right down to business. The art of overcoming obstacles, I will, uh, I'll just go ahead and say it right now too, a little spoiler alert. At the, uh, if you go to the show notes for this particular episode, if you go into Find Your Flow podcast, findyourflow.com forward slash podcast and search for obstacles, this uh, podcast episode, I will have a link to a free ebook or free report, some cool free thing for you to get to help you overcome obstacles. Yeah, because I'm cool like that. And I want to help you overcome obstacles. So let's talk about some common strategies. One thing that comes to mind is this really cool game that I learned years and years ago in a really cool little book by a guy named Matthew Ferry, who is a real estate guy and um and he um is sorry i'm driving here and uh craziness so he's a real estate guy and this book he has is a really neat little book and there's one game that he describes called the perfect game the perfect game and the idea with the game is that whatever is happening in your life whatever situation you are encountering you proclaim it perfect. So your car gets a flat tire. Perfect. Why? Then you make up a reason. My, uh, oh, perfect, because I didn't really want to go to work on time today anyway. I wanted to, uh, you know, go to the gas station and fill up my tire and also pick up a coffee while I'm there since I have to be there anyway. Perfect. Oh, um, my taxes are due. Perfect. This gives me a chance to go through my finances and get everything squared away and maybe look at some places I can cut expenses. Perfect. Oh, I uh, have to go to the DMV and the line is forever and a day long. Perfect. I have a brand new book or I can now give myself a good reason to buy that book I wanted to read and probably read the whole darn thing while I'm sitting there. Perfect. So, the idea in this particular game is that things are what you make it. The labels we put on things are subjective. We think they're objective, 
And many times we don't even think about them. Many times they're just completely unconscious. We're aware that we're even labeling something. The label is something sometimes uh, passed down to us from our parents, right? They'll label things for us to help us get through this objective, what we call the objective reality or reality. And then uh, sometimes it's cultural. Certain cultures will put different kind of labels on different things. So uh, sometimes it is, uh, you know, maybe has to do with your job, right? You use certain labels in uh, your profession. So there's all different ways that we come up with these labels. And the tricky thing with labels is that the word we use to label something defines it for us. So if I label something, um, let's say uh, abrasive, so term that came up recently that I haven't heard in a while, uh, use the term abrasive. Now what that means for me may be a little bit different than you. We, I mean, we probably have a similar, somewhat similar definition of it, but depending on the context, it may vary a little bit. If somebody says, oh, that's an abrasive surface, okay, well, that means it's probably like sandpaper or something rough uh, that could ruin or, um, you know, damage things if you rubbed it against it. Uh, if somebody has an abrasive personality, then uh, they may be hard to deal with. They may be grumpy or you know, not pleasant. But maybe you are, I can't even make up a, a good way you might interpret that otherwise. That was probably not a great example. <sighs> so we'll move on. The perfect game is kind of this idea of is the glass half full or is the glass half empty? Only you get to decide because it just is. And the way you interpret it is partly based on your experience, right? Your preferences, your past experiences, and your mindset, your emotions, your current state can determine the way you interpret something. And the things that came right before it can interpret it. So there's a thing called priming in psychology. You may be primed with by some other event or some other person or situation that then primes you for a certain mindset, a certain expectation perhaps and then when uh, this other thing comes along because you saw that other thing first you interpret it a certain way so uh, one example comes to mind this is an example used in like psychology classes all the time and you probably experienced it in other classes where the person will say okay you know here's this this video watch this video and tell us how many times the ball bounce how many times they pass the ball be like five basketball players they're running in circles and they're passing the ball back and forth and the person says okay you got to count how many times do they pass the ball and then you're focused and you're passing you're counting and counting and um and then at the end they said okay how many times and everybody says the answer and they said um how many times did um you know did the gorilla pass through and everybody's like what and there was this ginormous gorilla that walked right through the middle of the screen. And, you know, most people don't catch it. Why? Because they've been primed to look for something else. And so our minds work in such a way that it hones in on the things that we are expecting and looking for and blocks out the other things. Because we can only process so much data at one time. So our minds have to let stuff go, let stuff pass. And this is a very important and very powerful concept because this is what literally creates our reality. If we're not aware of this, 
then our minds are just operating on, you know, whatever, status quo. But if we're aware of this, we can start to consciously decide what we give our attention to, and that will allow our mind to hone in on that and then attract more of that and bring more of that into our awareness, which then fills more and more of our experience with it, which becomes more and more of our perceived reality. So if we want to turn an obstacle into an opportunity, then there are different ways we could do that. We can play the perfect game. We can just make up a reason that, no, this is actually an awesome thing that just happened. Oh, you lost your job. How horrible. No, how awesome. I freaking hated that job, and now I'm going to find one that's way better. That was holding me back. Cool. Great. All right. Oh, you broke up How with your partner. How horrible. I'm so sorry for you. No, you know what? I should have done it years ago. Um, they were bad for me. There was a toxic relationship. I'm going to find somebody better. Okay, great. Now, in the moment, uh, this is e this is easier said than done sometimes, right? I'm just like throwing out these easy and obvious examples, and don't I have all the answers? No. The, the reality is, you know, these situations can be very trying and very hard to endure, and that's part of the, the point of this whole thing is like, okay, well, this is the start. This is how we start to, to I don't want to say trick ourselves, but kind of almost. Um, spin our, pick ourselves back up and put a spin on it. We, that is essentially what we're doing in a sense. We're putting a positive spin on something so that we can lessen the negative impact that that thing might otherwise have on us. So if we have a tool like this, like the perfect game or like um, you know that little spin doctor in our head that can always spin it into a positive, awesome thing, that can save us a lot of trouble. It can save us a lot of heartache. It could save us a lot of pain and suffering potentially it could also um i want to point out it could also we could also overdo it um i think that and i've talked about this too in other episodes you know the idea that everything is always awesome everything is awesome and it, sometimes it isn't sometimes it actually is like a really crappy thing and you have to face the the cold hard truth right it doesn't it it doesn't always do us any good to be naive or blind to the reality you know if it's an important thing that we need to be aware of and adjust so today i uh was double checking some information my plane tickets and my hotel rooms and all this for a trip i'm taking next week and I know that I did everything awesome and right, and I was so proud of myself because the logistics of this kind of thing are certainly not my strong suit. But I did it all by myself. I was super proud. I took care of this weeks, in, or if not months in advance, two months in advance. And I was going through double-checking everything today. And wouldn't you know, I screwed up. Gosh darn it. I, I somehow booked one less day in the hotel than I needed. <sighs> are you kidding me? Winston, you're a freaking imbecile sometimes. I don't know what to do with you, guy. Can't freaking do this crud right. So what do I do? I call up the hotel. Hey, do you have any rooms left? Yeah, but not at the same rate you got it at. Yeah, of course not because it's a week before. So how much are you going to gouge me for? Oh, we're going to just add an extra 100 bucks. Okay, well, that sucks, but it's not horrible. It could be worse. So what do I do? Well, that's just perfect. Well, I'm going to go shop around, right? So I hang up, and I was about to go shop around, but then the reality sunk in, too. It's like, you know what? This is perfect. Honestly, what's going to happen in my experience of myself, know, knowing myself, 
I would, uh, it, it, this could go a couple different ways, right? But here's the most likely way in my personal experience of, of the way I end up doing this kind of stuff. I would spend a bunch of time and energy trying to save that 100 bucks. It'd be at a different hotel than the one where my event is. So I'd have to Uber back and forth, right? I'd have to find that other hotel. I'd have to check in, check out. I'd have to figure out where to eat and it'd probably be overpriced and probably no vegetarian food. And I'd probably be stressed out and kicking myself the whole freaking time and saying, look, I went through all this extra stress and crud for an extra hundred bucks, which is not pocket change, but it's also not like going to kill me to just freaking throw down a hundred bucks to save myself $10,000 in stress and anxiety. Not that much, but you get the idea. It's perfect, friend, you know. Lesson learned, lesson learned, double, double, triple, quadruple check this stuff. That's it. That was the lesson there. So I overcame the obstacle. It's awesome. It's going to be perfect. I get to stay in the hotel one extra night. I'll be there. Find, come to find out, um, I know other people that are going from my office that are going to be working the event, but uh, I get to hang out with them every once in a while, breaks and see them. So all good stuff, right? The uh, it's good. It's perfect. Perfect, in fact, because you know what? I'm going to get to stay in the hotel an extra night and something magical will most likely happen as a result of that. I'll meet somebody, a chance coincidence, a, a new connection, perhaps somebody I'll do business with or somebody I'll just connect with on an awesome level. And I'll be in the right place at the right time. And I'm setting that expectation right now. And that is um, how this stuff works in my my personal experience because I'm saying it because I'm expecting it because I am putting this energy and focus into it I'm not attached to it I'll point out I'm not attached because if it doesn't work out that way I'm not going to cry too much about it too much and it could happen and be super awesome it could not happen and I'll just have saved myself a ton of stress that's kind of the idea friend so what things are you going through if you're in a credit position, if you're on the downswing and you're just trying to claw your way back out, how might you put a positive spin on it? And I again, I'll point out that you're just making this up. It doesn't have to be what you'd consider objectively real in this moment. And that's important. It's the label. Uh, another really cool thing I read recently in this book called um, Convict Communication, I think. And... Uh, the idea is, there's science behind it, that our unconscious mind, or what this guy calls the liver, uh, lizard mind, is, oh, there's a ton of traffic. Um, it, it's able to make decisions like up to 10 minutes before our, our conscious mind even realizes it sometimes. So our conscious mind, uh, so our lizard mind, our... Um, unconscious mind will make a decision about something and then our conscious mind not realizing that we've already made the decision looks at what we do or looks at the decision we're going to make and then says oh well the reason I did that was because of xyz and it makes something up and it's not true because it, it happened, the decision has already been made. You just make up the reason after the fact. Isn't that crazy? Probably don't believe me. Maybe you do. But why don't you believe me? Or did you already make up your mind? Did you not already know that you already made up your mind? 
I'm not making this up. I read this in a book and the science, he quotes it. I didn't read it. I didn't look that up, friend. I don't care that much. I do care, but I, I pick my battles, right? I believe it because I, I feel that I experienced that kind of thing where it's just like, or where you, you know, might say something or do something in a certain situation and then look back and say, why the heck did I do that? Why did I say that? Or why did I act that way? And that I do all the time. That's a horrible, lame habit and uh, something I'm constantly working on. And I have good good days and bad days with it. But I know that's a real thing because I personally experience it. And so I know that it is something that occurs for me and I would imagine occurs for other people too. So when you practice turning obstacles into opportunities, you practice things like the perfect game, then you are training your brain to do that for you and you start to tap into that unconscious part. You start to be able to influence it and that's where you know mind flow happens. That's where self-hypnosis happens. That's where the real core change at the unconscious level can start to happen and take place that allows us to make real change in our life and in our life experience. And that's where it gets really interesting. That's where the real magic happens. That's why I'm so passionate about this kind of stuff. So um, be on the lookout of your mind for being able to play this game. It's total make-believe in a sense, right? And you can practice it doing anything. And I'd encourage you to practice it doing all sorts of insane things where it's like totally, you know, like things that are just crazy big, okay? Oh, we're having, uh, our country's having a conflict with this other country. Oh, perfect. That gives me a chance to do more research about that country and learn more about their customs. Okay. Um, oh, there's uh, gas prices went up a dollar. Well, gosh, that's great because I want to ride my bike more and I need more exercise anyway. This gives me a perfect excuse. Oh, I put on weight that I didn't want to put on. Well, Great, this is perfect because now I can uh, practice eating better and um, get the opportunity to lose that weight all over again with this new um, healthier lifestyle that I'm developing. We just make it up and then we just go with it, okay? And use it to your advantage. You're already doing it, whether you're aware of it or not. That's kind of part of the point in this particular episode is like you're already doing this. We all already do this. Whether we're aware of it or not, most of us aren't. Most of us are not aware that this is going on, and so most of us are victims of our own minds doing this to ourselves. So if we can become aware of this process and bring it more into consciousness, then we have more control over this whole thing, and that can make our lives more awesome. Yay, all right. So this also ties into um, a law of attraction in a sense, because if we learn how to put this positive spin on things, and we learn how to positively anticipate and look forward to the things that we want to experience, then our minds start to create that for us. Our mind just naturally starts to label things in a positive, more self-empowering way. Our language change. There's a deep magical beliefs and knowledge, like the ancient kind of uh, ideas about words the word being the thing. So like you put a label on something and that it, it is the, to the unconscious mind, it can't tell the difference is kind of the idea. Like it is your symbol in your mind. The word for the thing is that actual thing in physical reality. 
So if you've ever heard or read the Bible, there's part at the very, very beginning that says, in the beginning there was the Word, and the Word was light. And God said, let there be light, and there was light. Something like that. I know I butchered it. So, um, But this idea that God or whatever said, let there be light, and there was light, some of us would you know, imagine that as like, oh, okay, God's sitting up in this throne or wherever, and says, let there be light, and somebody, you know, and he flashes the light on. Other people might say, huh, um, let there be light, and just, if you think of light in your head, you may see the word light spelled out. You may just see a light bulb, which symbolizes light for you. You may see the sun. You may see, um, you know, some other kind of symbolic example of light. If I say car, you probably picture a car. Maybe you see the, the letters car. Maybe you see your car. Maybe you see your dream car. These, this is a very powerful concept that the thing we think, what is the, the symbol of the thing we think? Is it the thing itself or is the physical thing just a representation of our thoughts repeated over time until it becomes a re physical reality, until there's enough energy to manifest that physical thing in our physical experience? And so if that's the case, then the more we're able to tune into the thought processes that came before that or that are in a loop with that thing in our experience, then we can start to alter it. We can. It's almost as if the thing – it's almost as if we think that, like, oh, there's this physical thing and I put a label on it and that's that's the order that this occurred in, right? If we're working in this kind of, like, landscape, two-dimensional time space where – you know, yesterday was yesterday, today's today, tomorrow's tomorrow, and then tomorrow I'll be in tomorrow, and that will be my today, and, and we move along this linear time space, cause and effect, right? It's cause and effect. What I think is a, a trippy thing and somewhat confusing is that there's this delay, and that if we are, like, I'll, I'll give you an example, um, last one. So, like, when I was trying to lose weight, I would look at my physical body, I would measure myself, right? I want to get a good tracking KPI, key performance indicator, tell if I'm moving further or closer toward my goal. And I would eat food and then I would see, or no, I'd like cut back on food for a couple of days. Be like, man, I'm cutting out this, cutting out that. I should expect to see this thing go down. And then I wouldn't, or I'd see it go down only a little and then I'd get frustrated and be like, ah, that wasn't enough to get me to quit eating this burrito that I love and then I'd go back to eating it and then I'd be right back at my weight and I'd be like see it doesn't even matter whether I eat this or not I'm always at the same weight but what I wasn't realizing was the delay there's this cause and effect kind of thing and I was if I wanted to picture myself with six-pack abs and lighter and healthier in my ideal weight I had to hold on to that vision long enough that I carried out that action long enough that my actions produce the results that I was envisioning. So it took longer than I expected or, and or wanted. And yet, if I didn't do it long enough, then I would never make the connection between my dream and vision of it and the physical reality of, of being that and having that. Does that make sense? So with the labels, with the obstacles that you're encountering, you know, realize that there may be a delay. Realize that you are creating this reality by naming it. 
by using your words and your language and the, by using your mind and whether you are looking at this from a positive or otherwise kind of uh, perspective and that you can change that. You have the power to change that. So that's the big message, friend. Go to findyourflow.com forward slash podcast, search for obstacles. And uh, this one is how to overcome obstacles. I believe it's the name I just said that I was going to name it. And I'll give you something free and cool there that will help you overcome obstacles. So until next time, my friend, overcome obstacles and be flowing. Hey, thanks for listening, friend. By the way, do you like essential oils? Me too. Did you know you can go to findyourflow.com forward slash shop and pick up some essential oils? Yeah, get them while they're going. And until next time, friend, be flowing.